Hey everybody, this is the Trumpet of Truth podcast, episode three. I'm your host, Jacob Long. I've got Allie Long with me again, my wife. Hello, guys. She's going to give you guys the uh, song of the week. Hi, everybody. The song of the week this week is going to be Wake Up Sleeper by Austin French. It's a common song on Christian radio today, and the whole moral of the story is to wake up. Wake up from the trance that you've been living in. Let God work in your life and have a radical change of your heart and your life. Um, It really spoke to me when we were kind of just going through the motions in our own life. And when I heard the song, it, it reminded me that I needed to wake up and do what God is calling me to do and not be talked out of it by anyone or anything. Just walk in the word. So I'm going to go ahead and read a verse and a chorus for you guys. Thank God for the daylight. I spent a long time in the dark. It felt good saying goodbye and waking up to a brand new heart. And if you're sleeping like I used to be in a grave that holds you tight, there's a savior calling, promising a brand new life. He's saying, wake up sleeper. Open your eyes, O sinner, arise and leave your past at the door. Wake up, sleeper, come to the light. Christ is alive. Death don't live here anymore. Hope that song gives you guys encouragement to get you through the week. Go ahead and give it a listen. It's Wake Up, Sleeper by Austin French. Man, you know, that is such a good song. And what I really like about it is uh, talking about like leaving your past at the door. You're waking up to a brand new heart. You know, if you accept Jesus into your heart, there has to be a radical change. Yeah. Because if there's not, then you're not fully accepting, you know, God's the Holy Spirit in your life. Yeah. life. Cause if you do, it will change you yes. and you'll notice changes every single day. Yes. And, and that doesn't mean you're not going to sin no more. That doesn't mean you're going to be perfect or whatever. It just means you're not going to live the way you used to. You're yep. going to see things differently. Think of things differently receive things in a way that the Holy Spirit can can download those uh, scriptures into you so you can live that out, you know, mm-hmm. through to other people and, you know, just be yeah. better. Be a beacon of light for God. Yeah. yeah, all around. It'll change you. So we're going to jump right into uh, the book of Romans in the New Testament. This is a, a letter um, from Paul to the Roman people. And uh, we're just going to jump right in here. Chapter one, and we're going to start in verse 26. And I'm just going to read the whole passage that we're going to talk about, and then we're going to go through and kind of dissect it. So um, verse 26 goes like this. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. Verse 28, and since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They were full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, Inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, and ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. So let's kind of dissect this for a minute. Um, There's a lot there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So in verse 26, you know, for this reason, God gave them up 
two dishonorable passions. Further, women exchange natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. So, you know, if you reject God long enough and you know better and you still go with, you know, the culture and the passions of the flesh, uh, yeah, of an evil heart, yeah, you reject God long enough, he'll reject you. He'll give you up to that. He'll give you up to those, you know, dishonorable passions, as it says. Yeah. And for those of you that, you know, need to go a little deeper in what he's talking about for their women exchange natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. That's talking about homosexuality. Yeah. It's talking about women seeking women. And then, you know, keep going down. It says, likewise, the men basically did the same thing. They gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with one another passion for one, one another and committing shameless acts with men and receiving themselves in the due, the due penalty for their error. So that's, Right there, that's homosexuality. Yeah. And we know today, you know, in the culture, the LGBTQ, the, you know, gay rights activists, all this thing, you know, it's kind of crept into the church where we have to be accepting of this behavior. Oh, you just love them through it. You know, it's no big deal. Well, the Bible says here that if you reject God long enough and keep doing this and, you know, kind of bend and, and cave to your own passions, he'll give you up to a debased mind. Yeah. You know, well, you'll, you'll never come out of it yep. because you've rejected him long enough and you've done these things and you knew better. Right. So we have to be really careful to not let this kind of disease to please infiltrate our spirit Yeah. because it doesn't all, you know, those things do not line with scripture. Homosexuality is an abomination to God. The Bible says so. Right. And if you don't think so, then you need to reread and restudy because it's very clear how God feels about this. Yeah. Very clear. And it's very dangerous to let this stuff kind of not only creep into the church, but you know, with parents have let it creep into the school system. I mean, even here in our little small community there, there for a few years, the, the schools is want to talk about getting a bathroom for young kids that don't know they're, they're, they're a girl or boy, or they have yeah. whatever, you know, that's not right. And that's not natural. It's contrary to nature. The Bible says it's contrary to nature yep. and God does not like it right? because his creation is perfect, mm-hmm. right? Two men cannot create life. Two women cannot cre- create life. It's contrary to nature yep. and God hates it. And that may, may make us seem very small minded, but Jesus says narrow is the way. <laughs> and if you there be that find it. Yeah. <laughs> so. And that's just the culture's way of being convicted, but putting it off on people who are calling them out on it right. as being, you know, bigots. Oh and, yeah. You're yeah. narrow minded and you're crazy. And you know, you, you ju- you're just a, a Jesus freak. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of counting on it, <laughs> you know, but. Um, and that, that ties into the song that we talked about this week as well. Yeah, like wake up, man. wake up. If you're in a grave that holds you tight, there's a savior calling. Although we are saying that it is an abomination and this type of lifestyle is not accepted by God. That doesn't mean that you're stuck there. Like Jesus is your savior promising a brand new life. You can come out of that. You can wake up, open your eyes and leave your past at the door. That's the whole point of Jesus. Yeah. So we're going to keep going here because not only were they, the men and women, dabbling in some homosexuality but they were also you know doing some other stuff too um we're gonna continue there in 29 it said they were filled with all manner of unrighteousness so not only were they you know having sex with one another and doing nasty sexual things that are contrary to nature but they're also filled with just all unrighteousness of evil you know malice 
envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They were gossipers, slanderers, and haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil. Think about that, inventors of evil. Yeah, coming up with like, new ways like to you're, be Yeah, evil. you're so bad, you're inventing <laughs> new evil. That's, you know, that's pretty, pretty powerful there. Right. You know, and they were faithless and, and ruthless and disobedient to parents, foolish. And, but the, and the crazy part is they knew, they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. But they not only do them, but they give approval to those who practice them. That right. That is today. That is today. It was then and it's today because right. we have so many people in churches and pastors that kind of bend and contort and they have this disease to please, as I call it, to, you know, well, we just need to accept everything. And, oh, it's okay that you're, you know, if you like, you know, dabbling in homosexuality that, you know, God made you, you know, and that's just who you are. No, BS. Yeah. No, that's not what the Bible teaches. And if you're one of those people that struggle with this, you know, have a change of heart, accept Christ into your life. And, and it'll, it'll radically change you to where you can see what is lies and what is truth. Yeah. Scales the, will come off of your eyes. Scales will come off, you know, and you will see the clear teachings in the Bible, yeah. you know, and it's just crazy. It's just nonsense. And <laughs> it's just so frustrating because we see it, how it's crept in, especially to our schools. Yeah. That's, you know, it's one thing to corrupt adults, <laughs> but it's another thing to corrupt children, right? right? Like, w- like when was it okay for like a baby? Oh, don't name your baby, you know, a, a gender specific name. Let it choose its name. Let it choose its gender. It's a you joke. Know, it's a joke. It's yeah. a stinking joke. And well, it's all, and and it, it, you can't watch a TV, you know, a TV show anymore without just, Everywhere you look, there's homosexuality. I mean, and, and we're not just harping on homosexuality, but every type of sin is everywhere. It's crept into our entire culture and it's mainstream and it's accepted. And that's the main point of this passage is not only were they, you know, committing these acts, even though they knew God said they were wrong, but they were approving of others doing them as right. well. I think he's pointing out, Paul is pointing out the homosexuality in a big part this way, because if you know anything about ancient Rome is they had like. You know, their whole culture in Rome was full of homosexuality and bestiality. If you do your research, they would have like these little um, brothel pools where men, women, animals, whatever have you would go in here and they would, they would do these orgies. Yeah. You know, and that's what Paul is talking about here. It's unnatural. They, God gave them up for dishonorable passions. Yeah. That doesn't just mean that two women wanted to get together and do some nasty stuff or two men. They were doing it on such a scale that God says they were inventors of evil. Yeah. Literally creating new evil ways in homosexuality. Specifically here is what Paul's talking about. Yep. And we're seeing that today. I mean, like we record Paw Patrol for our son on Nickelodeon <laughs> and we have to fast forward through all the commercials because we don't like watching it on live TV because you have to wait through the commercials and you'll see drag queen yeah. show, you know, commercials and ads. And you'll see, what was that? Uh, I seen a meme the other day on Facebook and it was like uh, this guy chasing another guy down the sidewalk and over the guy that was chasing the fellow that said LGBTQ. Uh, and then the other one was like your kid's cartoon channel. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, you know, they were, they're coming after that your children to, you know, corrupt their minds. Right. And God says here, I'll give you up to a debased mind. If you know, basically if you reject me long enough, yeah. which is scary, that should scare you. Yeah, that, that, that should scare you. Like we serve, a, that's the God we serve. 
he's perfect. Right. And holy. And holy. And a lot of times that gets skimmed over in this love your neighbor. Jesus loves everybody. He, he, he despises sin and he is perfect and holy. He's not going to accept that. Sin is outside his creation. He didn't create sin. See, and, and people will say like, well, how can such a holy loving God send people to hell? And the real question is how could a holy, perfect God let, bad, nasty, dishonorable, you know, people into heaven and a perfect, how can he let people that are fall down the steps, evil and nasty into a perfect place? Yep. That's, that's where Jesus comes. That's what, and that's what, yeah, that's, that's the whole point of Jesus coming. You know, we're, we're saved through grace by him. Yep. Cause no one deserves it. Yeah. None of us are worthy of, of anything God has to offer us. Yeah. But through Jesus, we can get that salvation. And be made perfect yeah. in his blood. So if you're struggling with this, you know, dive into the word. There's plenty of scripture to guide you through through, through those homosexuality uh, kind of demons that you're battling with. You know, it, it, God can bring you to it and bring you through it. I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. And if you read and study and worship and fast and pray, the scales will fall off and, and you'll see and you'll quit aligning yourself with the culture and start aligning yourself with scripture. Because we just see that it's such a big part of our culture that this is one specific thing that we feel on our hearts that we have to call out. We have to be a trumpet of truth and a beacon of hope and light that this is not who you were made to be. Right. And even right here, it says at the very end of this passage, though they know God's righteous decree. So they know better. Yeah. They know better. And we know better. Yeah. Us church going folk, us Bible believing, you know, Jesus freaks, we know better. So we have we are we ought to call it out. Right. We ought to rebuke evil. Right. That's what we're told to do, what right. we're commanded to do. If we want to be shepherds to help shepherd the sheep that are lost, we have to do this. Yes. And sometimes that means being a little bit abrasive and being bold. Yep. And in hurting people's feelings, you know, not I mean, intentionally. I'm not calling you out to hurt your feelings. I'm calling you out so that you can be saved and so you don't go to hell. Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and think about this. Paul is writing this letter to the to the Romans. Like yeah. this is the way they lived. Right. And he's straight up just telling them like, "Hey man, God's given you up to a debased mind." He's being abrasive as Yeah. Like he's <laughs> as I'll get out. Yeah, he's being Think about the bold stance he's taking in addressing all these people with this letter. Yeah. Basically saying you're all going to hell. Yeah. If you don't change your ways. <laughs> but if you keep rejecting God, he's giving you up to the base mind. Yeah, I, I only wish at some point in our lives we could be as bold as Paul and all the other apostles with calling out all the wickedness. And just even John the Baptist going up and t- telling the leaders that they were a den of vipers. <laughs> yeah, telling the Pharisees that came to see him that they were a brood of vipers yeah, is what he calls them. Yeah. And you know, vipers, act, you know, the... It's funny. We just think of like a snake, but vipers actually like eat their mother from the inside out when I they're mean, born. Like they're that's, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty, uh, <laughs> derogatory term to call someone in that yeah. time, you know, yeah. today just, Oh, you're a snake. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, Wouldn't be a big then, deal, but that, that was like... a big deal, you know? <gasps> yeah. It was a jaw dropping moment. But like even Paul here, he's like the author of like 75% of the new Testament. And he was a guy that, had a lot of Christians killed. Yeah. But he's seen Jesus was made blind and the scales fell off and he's seen and he spent the rest of his life boldly proclaiming the gospel yeah. and the teachings and, of Jesus. And this is kind of off topic off topic, but Jesus knew how bold Paul was 
in doing the opposite of his teaching. So he's like, hmm, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this man to be bold in my word. So, you know, God uses every single gift that he's given us. Even if we're using it wrong, he calls us to use it for the right reasons, just like Mm -hmm. Paul did. Yep. And he'll keep calling you. But eventually, if you get to a place where you're seeking evil things, you're like, like this past, you're inventing Mm -hmm. evil. That's how bad you are. He's going to give you up to a debased mind because you're not deserving of his calling. You're invent, you're literally inventing evil. It's, it's crazy. You know, it's just crazy. And to me, this speaks so heavy because of the time and place we live today, especially in America. Yeah. I mean, there is, there is no reason that kids can't take their Bibles to school, pray before they eat, um, and have teachings of Jesus in school, but yet we can raise money and tax communities to put new bathrooms and safe <laughs> places in and, and what have you like, that is not right. Yeah. Like that is contrary to biblical teaching and whether, you know, whether you believe in, you know, the founding of this country being a Christian founding or not, that's just the facts of it right yeah. there. I mean, would you rather your children be subjected to the honest, loving, righteous teachings of the Bible or the unrighteous, um, perverted, <laughs> demon-possessed teachings of man-made, you know, vomit. Yeah. Call it. It's <laughs> disgusting, you know. And it's just being forced down our kids' throat, especially. And then now it's crept into the church, too, where you have limp-wristed pastors and, and people who, you know, these woke Christians that, want to just accept everything and just, Oh, just love them through it. You do have to love people through it. But if you speak love at the expense of truth, it's neither loving or truthful. Remember that. Yeah. Remember that. Absolutely. You cannot speak love at the expense of truth. Right. And at the end of the day, we just have to be truth tellers. You can align yourself with the culture or you can align yourself with scripture. Yep. So guys to round this all out and kind of land the plane here. Um, you know, let's just dissect it here just in three basic points. If, you know, if you're struggling with the homosexuality part, you know, you've got to accept Jesus into your life. So, you you know, he's calling you constantly. Yeah. You and, listening to this podcast is a conviction on your heart from the Holy Spirit. Or even if you know someone close yeah. to your family or friend, like you have to, you know, bring them in and yeah. show them the, the error of their ways. And not because, you know, it'll they'll think that you, maybe you're judging them. You're not judging them. You, if you know, if you want, if you truly love someone, you hold them accountable, just like we hold each other accountable in our marriage. I mean, you don't want them to be tormented in hell forever. I mean, sometimes we skim over that and we fail to grasp the gravity of that. But if they don't accept Jesus into their life, they won't be in heaven with you. Like they will be tormented forever. Yeah. I mean, hell's not a fun place. No, it's not this, you know, cultural. Oh yeah. When I get to hell, I'm going to party it up with Satan. Like, okay, well for one, he's not there. His spirit and he's amongst us. Yeah. He ain't there. He's trying to get as many people to go to hell with him as he can. Yeah. It ain't going to be a party. Like he knows where he's going. And isn't it crazy how like demonic people and demons here, even in the Bible, they acknowledge the holiness of God. Oh, are you the Holy one? Have you yeah. come to torment us before the time? And that's a whole different yeah, podcast. But, you know, it's kind of crazy that 
some people won't read the Bible and believe it, yep. believe the words, but even demons believe the words. Yep. So, okay, group one, you're struggling with the homosexuality part. Group two, you're a Christian, you're a believer, you're a friend, a brother, a sister to someone that's in this. You've got to call it out because yep. if you know God's righteous decree right here in the Bible and those that practice such things deserve to die, you can't encourage it. No. And you can't. You know, just be accepting of it. You have to call. If Paul- or even say like, oh, it doesn't affect me. Like, guys, be bold. Like, speak out. Yeah, but if you love that person, it yeah, does affect you. It does affect you. Absolutely. If you love Absolutely. that person, it, it definitely affects you. Because yeah. who wants to be on the on the right side while everyone you loved is on the other side? Yeah. Burning, gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun. <laughs> So, guys, if if Paul can call out literally an entire civilization, empire, (laughs) empire, surely we can, you know, call out our friends and call our our friends and our family. And heck, even come on here, call us out if you feel like it. I'm fine with it. (laughs) You know, we got to hold each other accountable. That's what it's all about. So, guys, um, listen to that song that we told you about earlier. Um, It applies to this message, you know, wake up, you know, let the Holy Spirit come into your life so you can wake up to a brand new heart. Right. And if you're one of those two groups of people, let Jesus into your life. That's the whole point. It's not, it's not hard. And you may say, I'm struggling to call this person out. Well, let Jesus speak through you. It. You don't have to be it's, alone. You, you're not doing it yeah, alone. It's not your battle. You yeah. know, you just got to say and thunder out what the Bible says. Yep. And, and God through will settle, that. Yeah, yeah. God will settle the rest because the Holy Spirit will speak through you mm-hmm. and call those things out and, and use you for his glory. And right? I used to be that person that was like, we still are those people. Oh yeah. That I'm extent. like, Oh, I don't know what to say, or I don't know which Bible verse to quote them. But if you give yourself to God fully and completely, he will use every single word for his glory. He will speak through you completely. And I've come to know that just in doing this podcast, I didn't think I would be able to contribute to this at all and have anything to say, but with the Holy Spirit speaking through you, you can do anything. So if you are one of those one, two groups, see, let the Holy Spirit work through you. Well, see, and you know, it talks about here too, being foolish and faithless and heartless. Well, if you have faith in Christ, you can call those things out and let the Holy Spirit speak through you because you have faith yep. that the battle's not yours. He's going to handle it. He'll settle it. Yep. You know, those people that want to, you know, say evil things about you and run you down and tell lies about you and you know, whatever. Bigot. Yeah. Close minded. Guess what? God will snatch a tongue right out of their throat. <laughs> he'll do it. I promise yeah. you he'll do it. Yep. But you got to, you know, be bold, plant seeds. God will water it and he'll take care of it and he'll do all that he can. So guys, thank you so much for all you're uh, doing, listening to us. And uh, we're going to close out in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this platform. Thank you for your word and the truth. And thank you so much for just blessing us abundantly. Lord, I pray that this message is received by those listening. And I pray that you continue to work in our midst, that the spirit can flow through us and speak through us to help plant seeds in other people. And Lord, if you do all this and we stay true to you, you'll get all the glory. And that's all we want. So thank you so much for all that you're doing in our midst, Lord. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Have a good day, guys. Good night, everybody. God bless.